Welcome to Minions. We're back. Motherfuckers. All right, take two. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, we're back. Welcome to the Minions. This is a podcast called a million, <clears throat> a million Little Minions a Minute, in which take three. <laughs> Hello and welcome to A Million Little Minions a Minute. A podcast in which we analyze the movie Minions 2015, one randomly selected minute at a time. I'm your host, Kevin. And <laughs> did that sound podcast like? It was very good. <laughs> All right. And with me here in Zoom studio, we have uh, co host Stuart and our guests. <laughs> We're here. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Really excited to be a guest today. Welcome. I'm excited too. Uh-huh. Um, we have a really exciting minute for you today. We're going to be talking about minute zero, the Ur minute of Minions 2015. That's mostly why I'm excited. Is about the minute. But we also have some news to discuss. Yes. Um, from YouTube. Yes. So as many of you know, no doubt, um, someone left us um, a comment on one of our YouTube videos where we have our podcast. Um, I know many of you probably have already seen this because you're probably looking at our YouTube channel regularly, but um, we were surprised to see. Um, let's see. Let me just pull it up really quick. Two weeks ago, we received a comment from someone named Nick Not Nam Space E. Um, and the comment says, the world will end on September 5th, 2022. And then uh, there's, I think, a time. It says 19 colon 57 colon 06 dot 9432. Um, I can only assume that that a time 1957, like maybe that's military time, 7.57 uh, p.m., and six seconds, and then the end might be a decimal or a fraction of a second. Point nine four. Yeah, yeah. Point nine four three two. That specificity, I think, makes it more more convincing. Yeah, I like to think that's a that. Well, I don't like to think, but it would be kind of cool if uh, somehow our poem was like a source for this like divination maybe like is this divinate or are they just dropping in to let us know 
Yeah. I, ca- I kind much, of. Why is it on our, you know, how did it get to our, our minions poem? Yeah. It does seem like we have been selected by, <laughs> by someone uh, to know about this. And we, o- we thought it was only fair to let the rest of you know, um, you know, not keep it and to ourselves. If it was you listening, then um, thank you for letting us know, I guess. Yeah. That would be, um, yeah, yeah. It would be nice to know um, who you are or why you wanted to tell us that. But if you're not comfortable sharing that information, then we'll, you know, we're just going to give you a kind of solemn nod. Uh, mm-hmm. and that is, That's appropriate. Yeah. I'll and, do a solemn nod with you too. Yeah. Yes. Solemn nod. Um, thank you, Nick, not Nam. E for letting us know the world will end on September 5th of this year. And what we're going to be planning, what's going to happen for September 5th. Um, maybe we'll go live here on, on the minion pod just to ring out the, um, ring out the end of the world with a, a viewing of minions 2015 as the world should be celebrated um, in its final moments. So um Thank you. Oh, it looks like there's a reply as well. Should what we talk? They, should what, we talk about that? I, yeah. I wasn't aware of a reply. This is a really interesting development. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is I don't it know one if, of you who replied. I don't oh, know. So yeah, there's two. There's two replies. Um, one of us did reply uh, with a solemn thank you just says thanks for the heads up mm-hmm. um and then nine days ago nick not nam e uh gave us a second teaching um but i don't know if oh wow i don't know if the world is ready for that one yet so maybe we'll save that for the next episode maybe we'll leave yeah. the hanger there for this, yeah. the second part of nick not nam e's teachings mm-hmm. um i'm i'm all about just reading comments like one each episode you know yeah. just just one comment yeah per episode i think right. that's the way that comment sections are meant to be read just mm-hmm. one per week or month yeah or two months yeah <laughs> yeah whatever the schedule is if y'all will contribute to our patreon then we can do it more often yeah. just send us it an email <laughs> send us an email letting us know you want to contribute to our patreon and then we can get that going but yeah, e- do hashtag pay, hashtag hashtag patreon hashtag patreon in the email <laughs> send us an email letting us know you want us to make an email account so that we can you can email us about setting up a Patreon account that you can help fund with us. Um, and hashtag Patreon. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, okay, we have another really important announcement that we wanted to share. We decided <laughs> we, we decided that since the world is going to end on September 5th 
um, we might as well just put all of our cards out on the table that this is part of the purpose of our podcast, as you faithful listeners know, is to take down Illumination Studios, basically. I mean, or also known as Illuminati Studios. Yeah, Illuminati Nation. It's in the name. It's kind of a, yeah, we want we want to seize the minions of production from Illumination Studios. And to that end, we are now going to publicly dox uh, Illumination Studios on our podcast. The first time in history, you're about to hear the address of Illumination, Illuminati Nation Studios live on Spotify. And you can confirm this if you Google it. It'll tell you the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we say it in unison or Mm -hmm. hang on a second? Wait, hang on, hang on. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. 20, 43, Colorado Colorado Avenue, Santa Santa Monica, Monica, California, CA, Nine zero four zero four. There yeah, you have it. I agree. There you have it, folks. What you do with that information is up to you. We're just practicing our free speech here on this podcast and um, putting it out there. Laying, yeah, right. laying our cards out on the table. Uh, Bob, do you have a a passage you'd like to read us also to get us started for today? See, you Um, you got a book over there. Yes. So we actually, uh, the passage that I brought, and we actually, you guys agreed upon in the last episode, is that we're going to be reading uh, Minute Zero of Minions Mm -hmm. and uh, going over just like the very beginning. It's kind of the genesis of Minions. Um, But while I was thinking of that, I thought, you know, now might be a good time to talk about the genesis of this podcast because we've had five episodes now, six, um, Who knows? a couple of bonus ones. So this, this would be a great opportunity. This would be a great opportunity for us to kind of, you know, remind you, the listener, what you two, Kevin and Stuart, um, are all about with this podcast and all the amazing things they have to look forward to. Yeah, and and the amazing guest uh, appearances of Bob that they. That yeah, I, I'm I'm just one of the special guests that appears on this podcast, but. Uh, yeah. Yes. So um, you, I guess Thank Stuart, you. um, what is uh, you know I don't always listen to the podcast. I haven't had a chance yet, uh, just because you guys aren't on Apple Podcast. Or banana, just because you guys aren't on Banana Podcast, and that's my only uh, fruit podcast form. Um, but Stuart, uh, will you just tell people who are maybe new listeners um, what you guys do? Uh, yeah, we watch the minions. <laughs> yeah, uh, we watch the minions and then read and talk about it on this podcast. I mean, we weren't going to we weren't going to be calling it a podcast it's supposed yeah. to be considered a report but sometimes we're loose with our own rules and we call it a podcast 
but really it's a report that's another thing about it mm -hmm. minions really don't like rules so that's just how that's how we the cards fly i think that it's also important for the listeners to know that this isn't the first podcast um i think that the listeners need to know about the jurassic park podcast yeah, yeah. at some point i'm just going to drop that little breadcrumb there but jurassic bark jurassic bark listeners take heed there was not park bark yes, jurassic bark there was a previous podcast that's sort of a little bit of lore for you fans dear fans um that uh it was just too much for um the public um any... like irish or, or scottish Dear Faria. For you. There's a little lore for you. All right. Yeah, yeah. Are we ready, my lads? I think we should get right into it. Uh, All right. Really excited about today's minion. I'm very ready. Well, really without ready, yeah. without further ado, here we go. Minute zero of the minions movie. The loud beginning. Okay, so that's the first half of our minute. That was that was pretty much that was pretty uh interesting yeah that was possibly the most interesting thing we've watched so far um there's a lot there to unpack i mean mostly why why did that one minion feel that they needed to keep singing like that to the point that they would pass out <laughs> yeah so yeah what we just saw um was a beautiful um that was pretty original actually i don't think i've seen anything like that before it was this beautiful globe um it was like it was the earth it was like the earth yeah just out there in space and um there was this kind of angelic fanfare happening alongside it and then these really interesting letters that just sort of circled the globe a little bit um it said something like universe um which is pretty interesting um for um you know what makes you wonder what that means um mm -hmm. yeah and then yeah and then there was minion singing so there's a there's a lot that just happened mm -hmm. i actually yeah. um I have an annotated version of that um, oh. with some commentary. Um, so, you know, do you, do you guys think we could watch maybe the first 30 seconds, first half today's passage again, and I can read the annotated version of it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Whose commentary do you have? Or is it just the. Uh, um, this the is a uh, standard this edition. Is, I, I don't know exactly uh, who wrote these scribbles, but. Um, I, I found it 
I found it, um, you know, in the same um, bucket that the DVD, or sorry, Blu-ray that we have. Um, uh. in. It was actually under, shoved underneath it. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I thought maybe, maybe they're connected. Maybe mm-hmm. they're a companion piece. I don't know. But I'll, I'll just start reading and uh, you guys can decide. It's some kind of book. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard about these annotated discs. Ill- illuminated discs. That's what they call them. Well, yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm playing it again. Are you ready, Bob? Ready. In the beginning, God created heaven and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness over the surface, and the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. Universal. wow that's in there huh yeah that's i think i think it was maybe someone writing about their viewing of sure uh, minions yeah that makes sense i mean that's kind of how i felt when i was i felt like kind of a spiritual like spiritual experience that we just it kind of did feel like we yeah. were watching the creation creation that was of earth what it was like yeah yeah i think so i agree and the um the words too the word universal hovering <laughs> over the waters maybe made, made yeah. me think that the spirit spirit was the word there a little bit logos that's, yeah that's yeah that's interesting the word the word of universal yes Right. It's a powerful thing, the word. Which for Spinoza, God and the universe are the same thing. Right. So, yeah. So and then if you notice the next part, um, you know, you have one God, universal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, let's go ahead and watch the next uh, seven you, or eight seconds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then God said, let there be light. And there was illumination. And God saw that the illumination was good. I don't know about that part. So this is like the Bible, but but Illumination Studios made it and changed oh, the some fuck. of the words. Right. That sounds right. So, of course, they would do that the illuminati nation this is some some witchcraft i think some some kind of satanic genesis happening there illumination studios inserted themselves into the into the origin of the yeah okay well okay we should keep our wits about us as we try as we yeah (laughs) should we into this text should we journey further uh yeah of course do we need to talk at all about the that pretty horrible, horrific moment we just saw, and where well, we saw well, the, the word illumination and some minions, and one of them passed out. Yeah, one of them passed out from singing because they didn't know that they could stop. Right, that is kind yeah. of a minion thing to do, though. Extremely, like yeah, that, that's the first minion. Yeah, we see in this movie. 
And the first thing yeah. he does is kind of this self-destructive act of sing until he passes out. Which is- and it's also interesting to note that in, you know, in the Genesis story, which we're reading a, a satanic perversion of, um, but in any case, humans aren't even really close to coming in yet, but minions are already here, clearly. Really quickly, minions enter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're there at the very beginning, right? Yeah. So there's something really deeply essential about them. I think that's why it's important that we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Agreed. The minions are singing existence into being, in a way. They're sort of heralds of, I don't know, there's something kind of angelic there. I don't know, that could bring us back to our angel question. Oh, and the kind of like um, lack of awareness of kind of rational self-interest or like Mm. lack of inhibition that we were talking about as maybe an aspect of evil is already fully present here as well, like singing things into existence, but like too much. Right. Yeah, it's a kind of comic heraldry which is really it's almost like a they're like the satyr chorus of, of like a greek play or something like they're just mm. kind of there in the background sort of singing their commentary but also kind of mocking i don't know the mm. very interesting position that these minions are already taking place they're sort of poking fun at creation itself from the very beginning <laughs> they're there Singing creation while also zanily not taking it seriously. Um, oh, right. I think I think that minion seemed to be taking it all too seriously. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That was an impassioned, full-throated note. They were really going for it. Mm-hmm. there was something serious about that serious enough to pass out for <laughs> yeah that's true actually yeah i don't yeah thinking about what it would feel like to actually sing until you pass out you'd have to really commit all the way to that to that um, act i don't know there doesn't seem like there's very much instinct for self-preservation there in a minute yeah so it's evil <laughs> yeah. something satanic there for sure okay i'm gonna play the i'm, play, I'm playing the next bit are the minions demons <laughs> time will tell here we go are we ready part two So the minions are sprouting, are sprouting new body parts. This is very important, very puzzling. Something interesting Very interesting. And now they have more body parts. I think we're going way past the minute.
Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I... I'm very sorry, <laughs> listeners. On behalf of, <laughs> you know, we really don't like to waste your time here. So, um, I'm sorry that we had to listen to an extra 15 seconds and waste was... everybody's time. <laughs> it was 15 seconds, but it's it's okay. It's not that. Big. I was flying too close to the sun and I got mesmerized. I'm sorry. I know we're trying to stay objective here, but something about watching the very first minute, it kind of made me feel like a normal moviegoer for a second and I forgot about my role as a scientist. I'm so sorry. It won't happen again. Well, there's nothing wrong with being in awe of minutes, right? Yeah. That's why we're all here is is because we are in awe. Mm -hmm. Like every act of a minion is this awful thing, um, right? And yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that. So I, I don't think anyone's complaining. Mm. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. So speaking of their acts, um, we saw them swimming, which you know was actually part of the next passage, which says, um, and this is actually, um, I believe, this is your passage, Stuart. Thank you. Where? Uh, and God said, let there be an expanse between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from the water above it. And it was so. God called the expanse sky. And there was evening and there was morning. The second day by Illumination Studios. I don't remember that last part, but that's interesting. (laughs) I thought the most interesting part was how the there were there was water in the sky. It reminds me, I've been reading the pre-Socratics to try to understand this first minute of the minions. It strikes me that the the first um principle that we see for the minions is a world of water because mm. the first philosopher Thales, i guess that's how you say his name thought that uh Thales. everything everything was water So let's talk about what we just saw. Um, There was a a ocean. A song started playing. Um, Do you know the name of that song? Mm. I would like to guess what the name is, but I don't have any. I. It's by, oh, it's by the Turtles called Happy Together. Imagine me and you, I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right. Think about the girl you love and hold her tight. 
so happy together. Okay. Uh, interesting. So lo- a love song sounds like a song about love. Yeah. But I think that the happiness together thing is kind of interesting. Um, so who, you know, who we're seeing, uh, who, who's the beloved here? Who's happy together? I think that's a question for us to ask. So, so what we see are these minions basically, but in a kind of primordial form of minion. Right. Well, okay. So first what we see is no minions, just Mm -hmm. a few wobbly cells um, in, in the ocean. And one of these cells seems to be an asshole Mm -hmm. Uh, so the asshole cell bumps one other cell and splits apart another which seems reminiscent of you know asexual reproduction in Mm -hmm. single-celled organisms right? right but it's like a different type it's born out of conflict in this text right and Um, there's there's yellow cells too there's these three yellow cells right is that is that what we see first well um yeah yeah okay so there's these cells yeah asshole cell is coming in destroying all these other cells and then there's these three onlookers these three three little cells do you see them Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can imagine, listeners, Kevin is taking his cursor and rapidly circling these three yellow cells in the corner over and over and over. <laughs> and so he's really effectively, I've gotta say, gotten my attention right on those yellow cells and and so let's talk about them. I wonder who they are. I'm just saying. <laughs> just putting that out there. Okay, so so what were you going to say about the asshole cell? Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so this is happening really fast. Like, it's that was the first, like, 10 seconds. Things are really happening with this rapid fire um, progression, but these three cells watch as the bully cell that was breaking apart all the other cells suddenly gets swallowed by a kind of primordial fish looking thing with teeth. Um, It's not not quite a fish, but some larger thing that comes in. And then as if, inspired by that vision, the cells sprout eyes. Um, Two of them sprout two eyes and one of them sprouts a single eye. Mm -hmm. And then they immediately start hurrying after this primordial fish-like thing that just ate the cell that they were watching. Um, So that happens. And another thing about this moment is that it seems clear that this group of cells 
may actually be the three of us. Right. Right. Because if you count the number of eyes carefully and kind of line that up with the number of cells hmm. and note also that they're yellow. Right. It seems really likely, in fact, that this is uh, the, the minion. This is Kevin and Stuart and Bob. Yep. Already. Listeners, I think I think that that's exactly right. I think we're we're seeing. I mean, you know, fuck Illumination Studios, but they they really, really established some good continuity here, I would say, with their their, uh, you know, obviously this isn't their story. Right. But um, we'll see what happens. So the these three minions in cellular form have followed the big scary red cell as it's chased this other bully cell that they were watching before and then the two cells the red bully and the smaller bully it was chasing run into a large squid-like ball with yeah it seems like clearly multicellular but not much bigger right it's about probably like 20 times the size of the red cell um and it has a huge belly and big teeth but kind of goofily small eyes sticking up the top like snail and a kind of squid tentacles um it looks you know a bit for more ferocious i guess and it just ate both of them the original bully and then the bully that was chasing the bully they both um, got eaten they both got eaten and the three minions are just looking on in awe and somehow that inspired them to sprout tails the first two of them sprouted little kind of beaver tails and then (laughs) yeah and then one of well two of them two of them sprouted new 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 body parts like yeah tails and they got it and i gotta say it looked like it was me and you Uh i got it quickly yeah and effortlessly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you know right just immediate yeah it was immediate and then the third was struggling to get his tail to come out and it popped out on the top of his head and so he had to turn his whole body around but Luckily, that didn't seem to be a huge problem for him. I guess that must have been mm-hmm. Bob. It seemed like that was Bob. Yeah. And Bob just had to learn, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, oh, in the last second there, we saw the big blue creature we had just seen that the minions were following got scooped up by a, a squid with a giant eye that's a big red or pinkish squid and the squid is just playing with it like a ball and so the, and the squid is much bigger than than it and that's mm-hmm. the, that's the end of our minute but not really that much bigger which is weird but i'm not sure yeah. what that means right. i don't know what illumination studios is trying to disclose or hide or what 
but it strikes me that though this seems kind of like a survival of the fittest yeah of course um narrative Mm -hmm. but also it seems strange capricious for one thing the cell the first mean cell Mm -hmm. isn't doesn't seem to be mean for any purpose it seems like whimsical and useless uh mean meanness violence um granted like i said before weirdly it seemed to be a a a means for reproduction uh kind of disturbing but so it's a means of reproduction we were saying uh, uh, oh, yeah. oh, Bob, bob's back hi bob Th- welcome back thanks for coming back oh thanks for having me yeah so the big guy the big cell yeah is n- not not trying to sustain himself mm. when he's bumping into these other smaller cells he's just doing it for fun or something like as play yeah which it seems kind of when you think about it sort of disturbing right well isn't it the big cell been the first villain right yeah i mean it seems easily like that's the world that that illumination is implying is this really dark kind of cynical survival of the fittest world where um no not survival of the fittest well so i guess what i was what i was trying to say is that the is that the so these organisms are slowly are just constantly getting devoured by bigger organisms in this sort of doggy dog world i'd say where villainy is the only constant i guess these yeah yeah but it's important i think that villainy is something not like um it's something like will to power or pure like expression like i was saying it's just for fun he doesn't have any like reason to do it except for its own sake just crashing into and breaking apart these so i don't so i think it's different from like a traditional right yeah dog eat dog which seems to imply like advantage being the key right this is doesn't really seem to be about advantage or maybe it is it seems both maybe different means there's two two Um, of the cases are about eating right which is the dog you know nutrition is kind of like the the thing that like the big stronger animals eat the weaker animals and they can just get nutrition from but then in this case like two of them seem to be eating the smaller ones and then two of them are just like playing with the bodies of the smaller ones and toying with Mm -hmm. them which is Mm -hmm. kind of more villainous or sociopathic or i don't know it seems yeah it seems like the two are kind of fused in this interesting way which is what i was trying to get at which is this sort of like sort of like cultural darwinian thing that is just sort of like people accept as the origin story um is being kind of um 
used to like sort of very, very subtly to kind of graft the story of minions and villains onto the sort of origin of the natural world or something like that. Oh yeah. Uh, that there's that's a nice way to look at it. Yeah. I guess the the villains are always out there taking advantage and then minions are always out there watching so reporting. I I also think it's really interesting that you know we see the big villains piling up in the little ones, right? But they don't pile up on the minions. Yeah. They they pile up on everything else. So the minions are uh, you know this kind of primal force but in this I guess more Darwinian world that's being portrayed um, you know we would expect them being the little ones to be the least fit and the ones to be eliminated but their attraction to the top dogs um, kind of allows them to survive and persist mm-hmm. um, in this otherwise in this world where they'd otherwise be crushed. Yeah, um, and this really, I think that's really interesting. Um, so it seems the, like Illumination Studios say what you will about them in general. Did like I would say this is like an injection of Nietzsche, you mm-hmm. could say. Like I was saying, will to power mm-hmm. into this kind of Darwinian origin myth mm-hmm. of science um and something really cool about it i think is that it suggests or demonstrates clearly that like you could even say kropotkin or whatever was rep is re- represented in this where at least in some measure it's not all about competition it's also about affinity and um you know cooperation and dare i say love yeah well i mean that takes us back to the song right so happy together Mm -hmm. me and you it seems like the song is sort of implying really overtly that the minions and villains are happy together right that that's the that's the love that's the affinity that Mm -hmm. this movie will be about is the the parasitical maybe relationship between minion and villain you could call it i mean in at this stage it seems parasitical like the sort of survival of minions is premised on their somehow serving a need for the for the villain for the the, the villainous organisms as they i wouldn't say more symbiotic maybe a parasite yeah. would imply that the minions are are hurting the villains and yeah. i think later we can see that maybe that is the case but i think for now it's more of a the symbiotic thing that they're following mm-hmm. the, the villains and the villains are in turn leading the way for them yeah right symbiotic but, um but we do we can't ignore what we know about how this turns out which is in strife because mm-hmm. not long after this minute the minions start to wreck villains left and right. You, you know, loyal listeners will remember that from a few episodes ago. Yeah. Um, and Empedocles said that mm, aside from like the 
kind of substantial elements of like earth, water, whatever, whatever. There was also two constituting principles of the universe, love and strife. Mm. Mm. And it strikes me that this might also be the story of love and strife beginning in kind of like a, an eternal mutual entanglement dependence. I, I mean, yes, I hope. That- that seems I hope you agree. <laughs> I agree. So are you the minions love or are they strife? Oh, they're both. We're both. Don't you feel it? <laughs> Bob, we were talking <laughs> while you were gone, we were talking about how Bob is the is the minion cell that's the slowest to learn how to grow a tail. So it's okay if you don't. Very. I mean, we didn't have to. It doesn't have to talk about that show. <laughs> but that was between I'm sorry, us. Sorry, Bob. I'm sorry, Bob. What else? What else were you guys talking about? Oh, it's strife. We were strife talking. is happening. <laughs> and love. We love your tale, Bob. It's... We Thank love you. that you. We love that you learned from us that you could somehow make a new form sprout spontaneously through your thought, through our thoughts from your body for some function. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's lovely that you learned that from us. And it was funny when you sprouted it on the wrong side and then had to turn over and move your eyes up is it was nice yeah so so what was it miniopoesis is that the word that we decided to coin for this phenomenon science scientific term so there's like autopoesis and sympoesis yeah i think i don't know i think donna haraway was simple but autopoesis is like just a word for abiotic elements coming together to make themselves. It's like self-making, self-creating. <laughs> so maniopoesis um, seems to include some kind of idealist or like some uncanny power of mind, like like the secret or whatever or new new thought i think it's called which trump grew up in yeah um but made real in the minions the minions really mm-hmm. can think the minions actually can like Manifest. subordinate matter to to mind yeah that's interesting especially in the context Somehow. we've been talking about like evolution like at least darwinism evolution it's about uh, reproduction over generations and gradual change. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas we know that the minions, they just persist. Yeah. So the minions need to change. It's not through some kind of like genetic passing on that takes generations. They actually have to will themselves to make the change. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're oh, not yeah. able to take care of like normal biological, right? Like evolutionary change. It's, it's, yeah. This is to come from within. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you just brushed over a huge thing there, Bob, that we, we haven't talked about minion sex and what this teaches us about that. 
Um, well, we like we're really sorry that we didn't include you in the FAQs, and I guess you didn't <laughs> listen to them. But at, as I said, they both do fuck a lot, and they don't fuck. Yeah, so okay, that's the... <laughs> but that's different than sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to talk about in the context of in the context of this minute, it seems like okay. minions are eternal. So there well, can't be minions. What I said is canon, but go on. <laughs> it just seems like um yeah, these are the if these are Bob, Kevin, and Stuart, the minions have always existed as these specific individuals. There's no generation, yeah, yeah. there's, there's no reproduction, there's no mm -hmm. Birth. I've always existed. Yeah. I yeah, me too. We I mean, yeah. That's why the, our existence is culminating in this moment and recording this podcast. I want to read something from Empedocles again. I think this might shed some light. Should we take an intermission or is this <laughs> just going to Yeah. I don't we'll see. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, my fellow minions, do you experience skin peeling, undercarriage chafing, or perhaps pocket lint? Have you been putting off important life choices like finding a villain or doing laundry? Well, good minion, it sounds like you got a case of overworn overalls. But never fear, your woes are over thanks to today's sponsor, Akash Bagash. <laughs> Akash Bagash is been the most trusted brand in Minion overall since 1895. Their top-of-the-line products are ultra-soft and ultra-comfortable, meaning you'll never have to suffer wearing an uncomfortable pair of overalls again. Plus, they come in a variety of shapes and sizes to fit your unique Minion butt structure. After all, Akash Gosh products have been designed from the beginning with the Minion body in mind. Way better than those overalls you'll find hanging on some stranger's clothesline. Try their line of pocketed overalls, pocketless overalls, strapped overalls, strapless overalls, strap pocketed overalls, strapless pocketless overalls, strapped pocketless overalls, overalls, and their new special line of over not alls lingerie. That's right. And for a limited time in honor of the seven-year anniversary of the release of Minions 15, Akash Bagas is offering you a deal of your villain's lifetime. Enter promo code a million little minions minute, Stuart Bob Kevin at checkout to receive a 7% discount when you order before July 11th. That's promo code a million little minions a minute, Kevin Bob Stewart at checkout. Make sure to use no spaces and the proper alternating capitalization for each twin prime letter when you enter the code. That's a million little minutes, a minute, Bob, Kevin, Stewart at checkout, and you and your villain will receive a 7% discount ordered by July 11th, and they'll donate one pair of Akash Bagash overalls 
stuffed with unripe bananas to a minion in need. What are you waiting for? Order yours today. Yeah, I'm going to read Empedocles. Here we go. I will tell a double story. For at one time, they grow to be only one out of many. But at another, they grow apart to be many out of one. Double is the coming to be of mortal things, and double is their failing. For the coming together of all things produces one birth and destruction, and the other is nurtured and flies apart when they grow apart again. And these never cease continually interchanging. At one time, all coming together into one by love, and at another being born apart by the hatred of strife. Thus, in that they have learned to grow to be one out of many, and in that they again spring apart as many when the one grows apart. In that way they come to be, and their life is not lasting. But in that they never cease interchanging continually, in this way they are always unchanging in a cycle. But come, listen to my words, for learning increases wisdom. For as I previously said, while declaring the bounds of my words, I will tell a double story. For one time they grew to be only one out of many, but at another they grew apart to be many out of one. Fire and water and earth and the immense height of air and deadly strife apart from them, equal in all directions, and love among them, equal in length and breadth. Behold her with your mind and do not sit with your eyes staring in amazement. She is also recognized as innate in mortal limbs. Through her, they have kindly thoughts and do peaceful deeds, calling her by the appellation Joy and also Aphrodite. No mortal man has seen her spinning among them. But listen to the undeceitful course of my account. For these, the four elements are all equal and of the same age, but each rules in its own province and possesses its own individual character, but they dominate in turn as time revolves, and nothing is added to them, nor do they leave off, for if they were perishing continuously, they would no longer be. But what could increase this totality, and where would it come from? And how or where could it perish, since nothing is empty of these? But there are just these very things, and running through one another at different times, they come to be different things, and yet are always and continuously the same. So that seems to describe like non minion reality, right? Mainly, I think maybe the minions are somehow not physical hmm. like we we already saw that they can make matter out of their mind and as empedocles and like um giordano bruno and and like modern physics all agree 
you can't conceivably like add or take any any single bit of reality away by any means whatsoever god can't even like subtract an atom from the universe giordano bruno said that if one single bit of the universe were annihilated then the rest of the universe would have to go with it i think because everything is connected causally i think that's what he meant but anyway <laughs> anyway it seems like the minions might not be composed of like the physical elements water earth air and fire but maybe they're made of love and strife because they're not in the cycle of death and birth which seems in empedocles here to be um part of the changing of just elements kind of configurations spinoza calls it composition and decomposition uh but but they they seem at least in this case and who knows how widespread minions are in this early world they seem to be like catalyzing it or somehow inspiriting it like there's the kind of mm, awareness of the kind of themes of what's going on through the minions attention they seem to be like um experiencing or like mm, the the minions i i think are like they seem to only have love really but the only thing that they express is strife maybe so that's mm. maybe how they're the force of love and right. the force of strife it makes sense that it, it it seems like they are exerting an influence they must be exerting an influence on these villains even at this stage because we know that they will be later and that that's the sort of love story between minion and villain right later on is that the minions will be leading all of these villains to their certain death mm-hmm. and it, if this is meant to be the sort of prologue to that story it wouldn't make sense for that to be only a later part of this process it seems like it's happening it must be happening here already even if it's happening at this sort of immaterial level that we can't even that can't even be captured on film it's just yeah part of their mind power perhaps yeah i mean we can attest that the minions are like really remarkably um attention drawing Right. So it could just be that because the minions are around observing and cheering on these early villains, they're just drawing the attention of bigger villains already, mm-hmm. which seems to keep keep happening. Maybe, I guess, like they're they they really until the moment when everything blows up, they have a really good time with their villains. Right. Like they, right. they really empower them through uh-huh. love. And then it just like flops over eventually somehow through their like haplessness and enthusiasm into strife yeah and that's just how things go and that's what the minions show us mm-hmm. so i think we've we've talked about the immutable force of minions before and how minions are 
kind of, as you were saying, like a force, like perhaps a cosmic force. Mm-hmm. Um, and we postulated that it's like in the negation of evil, right? The negation of villains. Mm. And maybe what's happening is the kind of immortal force of minion love is meeting, at least in our world on Earth, it's meeting this mortal villain tree, right? And that the minion's love met like is attracted to it and matches it but it's only up until the point that the villain becomes exhausted and can no longer support it it dies mm-hmm. and then that force is then put onto the next villain yeah so, so the vil- like maybe evil is something that is is mortal it's constantly like circling back in on itself recreating itself as you said in the passage um but the canceling force, the force that the villains have to face is this like un like uh, uh, not unobtainable, but like like a godly power of minions that they like attempt to get to but can never quite reach within their lifetime before they collapse. Like a star, think of it like a star, like a star like gains energy and goes hotter and hotter and hotter until it gets to the point where it then collapses in on itself and explodes. And then from it creates new stars mm-hmm. and the minions in part or in that case, it's gravity. And for our villains, the gravity is minions. Mm. The part that brings out, brings out the best in them, increases their villainry force to a greater, greater point until it explodes but then from that explosion creates new villains that the minions can then repeat the process on over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's like the it's like strife guarantees through its reworking of reality, like love fresh mm-hmm. all the time. Like and then do the minions ever really right. love outside of villain? No, their love is like some kind of pure power. It's like not, it's, it's seems weirdly innocent in a way of, of awareness of itself, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? What do you, what do you think, Kevin? <laughs> I was just thinking about Socrates a little bit and hmm this passage from the Plato's Symposium where Socrates talks about Eros and he the, the, the play is all about what Eros is and um, everybody's giving their own answers and then he gives this strange answer that's like a myth told to him by the priestess Diotima that gives the account of Eros as this um, this like mythical um union between um lack and plenty i guess the sort of Mm -hmm. um that plenty is this god i guess or god like asleep in this garden and lack the goddess sneaks in and fucks him basically while he's asleep and um has has conceives eros out of that um union 
Um, yeah, there's this way in which there's this sort of, um, Socrates is sort of implying, I guess, this dialectical character of love already in this erotic tale that, that like, there is this sort of like eternal kind of tension between lack and having that creates desire and that creates love. Um, and without that, I guess there is that there is no arrows, right? And so, um, I don't know. It makes me think about how you can see that as actually like a kind of reframing of Empedocles dialectic between love and strife as just what love is itself or like that that love already includes the categories of love and strife that that, that all there is just is love working itself out through this sort of erotic dialectic or something i don't know well but it's still it still seems worth um distinguishing between comings together and comings apart because they right. feel different sure uh, yeah right but it it is all part of something maybe it's all part of the minions are the minions some kind of like many-bodied god like a greek like a greek god kind of for our times i think so mm. definitely that's pretty cool a personification of force right yeah it's all like a traditional greek god is mm -hmm. yeah of course yeah minions are the only god Will that would power nietzsche again mm -hmm. he loved the greek gods he yeah. would love minions nietzsche would love minions rip nietzsche you would have loved minions 2015 if only yeah. if only he had lived just a little bit a little bit longer maybe it he would have cured would have really yeah <laughs> he really missed out it probably would have cured him actually he would have he would have finally finished the will to power if he had seen minions have you, have you seen the videos of um <laughs> yeah min, of nietzsche in his rocking chair looking crazy yeah yeah when he was when he was tormented he was just thinking of minions really probably horrifying. in that moment he was the the film minions 2015 was like projecting into his into his brain yeah but empathy the there was no content he was just he was just kind of like, well, but he was like, um, kind of unthinkably, that's the madness, I imagine, for him, is that he was, he knew he needed to see the minions, but he didn't have any idea what it would even be like at all. Like, mm -hmm. this is, this is Eros that we see in Nietzsche, right. desiring the minions movie without even knowing uh -huh. what it is. <laughs> I don't <laughs> the poor, the poor thing yeah we're we're on a little bit of a tangent aren't we <laughs> is this the time for an intermission a third a second intermission have you guys um had a chance to try on the latest uh products from akash bagash okay wait so hold on so i was trying on this to me that, strapless un non-overalls mm. laundry what about over the, not alls 
Yeah, I like that too. But I'm interested in the question of it's. Uh, I thought that they sent a a reading straight from their copy. I thought that we we got a deal from Oshkosh Bagosh, right? Yeah. But that sounded like they were talking about Akash Bagosh. So I'm wondering if this is like a different, like what is happening? You think we got some kind of knockoff brand that is trying to give us, trying to get. Well, that's, our, our that sl- would explain my source. What was the source? Oh, you've got swords. Uh, yeah, I've got <laughs> swords too. Also, from wearing the uh, Osh. I thought it was Osh. Because our slogan is three, two, one. Osh, Osh, Osh. We take Osh, 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 seriously. And so that that's why I was excited to have Osh, Osh, I thought Osh, Osh, Osh as our sponsor, but I don't know anymore. It's uh, and now it's you say you have swords, and it, I and, too have swords, okay. and uh, I you know, but I I had some of them before, but I think there might be a bit a few more. I haven't counted. Um, yeah. Well, they they have a unique line of um, buttless overalls. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, so that way you can still show your minion butt and like be dressed up for a day of minion work. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. So this is perfect awesome. for minion zoom. Sounds cool. Are we still? Is this still the advertisement? Or are we? <laughs> oh, I'm just discussing the product with you guys. It's a great product. Um, they Wait. they sent us they sent us a couple of pairs in the mail. Um, who is I wear who is they every day? Who is they? Are we talking about Akash Bagash or Oshkosh Bagash right now? And what is your connection to Akash Bagash, Bob? I'm starting to get a little suspicious here. <laughs> because i thought the ad was over and but now i realize we're still it we might still be inside the ad and i'm immortal i've been around forever and i i've never gotten sores before until these overalls yeah i've been wearing overalls since levi strauss was a was a um just a twinkle in his mother's eye and Mm -hmm. I definitely have at least three or four more sores than I had before I started wearing Akash Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least three or four more sores. Anyway, enter a promo code, a million little minions of minutes, Bob, Kevin, Bob, at checkout to receive a 7% discount. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, they're good. They're good overalls. Oshkosh. I mean, Akash Bagosh. They're good. They just give you some source. It's not. That, it's. I don't know. Try them. Akash Bagosh. You'll like just em. give you some source. You'll like them. You'll like them. <laughs> they should pay us more for, than they did already because we talked about them for a long time after that. So I have I have like two more little other other kind of possible takes or something I guess. Um, hit, us, hit us with the takes. Okay, so 
So it seems like maybe maybe the minions are um, a universal principle, a Greek god, maybe demons, but they could still be close to humans. Like they do, they seem they have personalities like humans, and they really um, act in a lot of ways like humans. So I wanted to read this little bit from Tikkun, What is Critical Metaphysics? Mm. Mm. Considering that maybe the minions are like humans in this way, or humans are like minions, maybe some of our human listeners could take inspiration from this. Mm -hmm. Human freedom has never consisted of being able to go, come, and pass the time as one pleases. This is more suitable for animals, which people thus say very significantly are at liberty. But in giving oneself form, in realizing the figure one contains or wants, being means keeping your word. All of human life is but a bet on transcendence. So, um, it just struck me when I read that that uh, the minions are maybe a representation of like not not like becoming or process only. Maybe it's like a meeting of kind of the, the eternal over like turn overturning of the cycle with like a maybe this is what their love part is is like a sort of a power of cohesion and out of cohesion power Hmm. like um maybe they always have those limbs inside of them but they hadn't formed as limbs yet if they're they might we could also say that they that minions might be like a representation of perfect like self continence or coherence again um but then maybe they're such perfect containers of themselves that their thought and and intentionality are self-contained enough to actually call forth from their substance a new feature so maybe the cells that make up the minion body are all equally conscious in any number or arrangement and that could account for um minion mind like we talked about before but this is also possible within the single minion like this kind of panpsychism or like Mm -hmm. a kind of uh like a distributed psyche could be distributed on grand scales and also on really weirdly minute scales too that's why the minions maybe can produce it's the same thing it's the same kind of power of of mind that the minions have just a different part of it (laughs) powerful stuff i would say i would say powerful stuff should we wrap up this minute i think so i feel like we covered this really thoroughly yeah the first minute truly had so much to say um you know it's the 
this is the minions origin it's the origin of the minions within a movie that's supposed to be the sort of backstory of minions um so this is kind of the quintessence of the minion 2015 movie and Mm -hmm. the beginning of the beginning it's a big in the beginning of the beginning i think that you know we we touched on some of the reasons this is important and um i think i think our listeners probably like us are going to have a lot to think about as we go forward because of this and i think it might be time to maybe see where the path takes us next so bob do you want to roll our uh our die for our, our yeah, next episode? i'd love to i'd love to all right i have the die okay uh yeah yes oh yeah go ahead and roll it all right bob it's time to roll it bob got a Uh, seven 78 78 oh that's that's not quite a hidden minute but it's up there it's towards the end 78 we we went from genesis to like revelations wow that'll be interesting that's listeners yeah should i should i go ahead and see what where that takes us let's see what we have 78 omega vibes alpha to omega straight from alpha to omega almost wouldn't it have been cool if we had gotten the very last minute yeah if only okay i think i figured it out it's 116 okay okay this is or exciting one, 117 okay would be 118 oh yeah buzz of excitement oh uh, yippee uh, uh, gracias <laughs> Stuart, we're just messing with you. <laughs> Don't be mad at me. It was Kevin's idea. <laughs> we have a much better surprise for you. Super Mega Ukulele. Wow, cool. I didn't know that I was so good at the car. Thank you. Wow. That was powerful stuff. Very so powerful. powerful. It was a really like a completely contained segment of this movie in one minute. Like it was perfect really- self confidence perfect self-continence yeah great self-continence like this little saga that we just saw began and ended at the exact minute mark it was crazy okay we have so much to talk about like i can already see just how that ties in with the previous minute oh my god so if you know many hashtag patreon then we can make a new episode soon also we've got the new minion movie coming out and we got to do a episode a minions episode about that so keep your keep it 
tuned to the possibility of us releasing like new episodes and hashtag Patreon. Hashtag Patreon, September 5th, 2022, 7.58 p.m. Um, and uh, Is there a time zone? <laughs> is, that, is that GMT? Wow. That's so That's inconsistent. Really, I can't believe we hadn't thought of that. Because That's... if we want to know when exactly. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. man, this throws a wrench in. It makes the precision seem almost worthless because of all the questions that we now have about when, I guess, we'll just have to do a 24-hour episode, maybe, a live episode. Mm, yeah. We'll have a 24-hour for every time zone. Well, um, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. 2043 Colorado Ave, Santa Monica, California, 90404. All right. Have a good have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good night. Thanks for having me on. Bye. Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> we take Oshkosh Bagosh seriously.